Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Deborah for Copy Love, Love is Here Ministry. And this is the introduction to the webcams, to all the videos. And I wanted to introduce you to me before you got started. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the webcam series is are going to be about. I wanted to let you know that the first series uh, is going to be a rediscovery series. And as we travel through and we learn and grow, there'll be more and more series of rediscovery. I want to let you know that I'm in a pattern. I have been highly trained and educated, and I am coming to you as a partner and ally of the most highest and mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love. I like to use the analogy that in World War II, in order to set millions and millions and millions of people free, an entire continent, nations, and resources, and the next generations and the next generations, it took allies and partners from many, many nations, highly trained in many different areas, all coming together for one purpose, to set people free. Free people cannot stand the thought of other human humans and humanity being in bondage and slavery and can't get free. So I serve under a general, Agape Love, Love is Here. Agape Love is the most powerful general there ever is. It will take you beyond all borders, through every nation. It doesn't need any papers. It travels in a world that most people don't understand nor see. I am sort of a resistance fighter, an underground fighter. But I'm also out in the open, a teacher. And these videos on webcam are going to be teaching lessons. There will be many different series that will come along to help you. And I hope that you enjoy them and that you get to know me and you get to know yourself and you get to know others. So enjoy the webcam videos. Some of them have different lengths, but the main goal of each one is to bring hope and encouragement to you the person that you have not yet met, the person that has been hidden from most of yourself, but not from others, and to help you discover that there is more to you than you know. And because I am a trained fighter, and I work very closely with Agape Love, we're going to be doing some, setting some things free. If you've ever watched any of the World War II stories and how Europe was invaded, some of the countries invited the people in. Some people welcomed. Other people did not have a choice. And yet they all ended up in the same place, bondage, to something that was more powerful more vicious and tormenting and vexing. So here we are. Since humanity began, we have had problems in our hearts and our minds, feelings and our emotions. And boy, we have tried to figure it out. 
And there's a good article, uh, a video that you can watch called Equal Partners. Because a lot of us don't understand what is going on with us. Why do all the problems that we all want to solve and live in peace and harmony and have a wonderful life, why can we not solve them? There are so many smart and intelligent people all over the world in every nation going to school, learning, trying everything they know how to help humanity. Their hearts are so wonderful that they love and they don't like to see anybody hurting and vexed and tormented. And they're trying with every ounce of knowledge they have to figure it out. And there's resistance fighters such as me that we know you have to have something stronger than what we know. Throughout history, most of humanity believed in a connection to a higher power. And that higher power was a loving higher power. And it wanted to help us. And it wanted to touch us and caress us and be a part of our lives. Well, somehow, things got messed up. And we no longer really invite a higher power into our lives to help us. And we have turned mainly to other ways, which is working some. We are getting some results. But this enemy that's unseen that continues through thousands and thousands of generations. doesn't seem to end. The war is never solved. There's little breaks every now and then, but it goes on. Everybody's asking the question, how do I stop it? How do we end this unseen war that attacks us, that attacks our children and our loved ones? How can we have peace? How can we get along with each other? And yet there's no answers. Humanity seems to be trapped in bondage and slavery to unseen enemies that it cannot see or hear, doesn't believe in. So it has no answers. And we all put along trying to figure it out. We're trying so hard. Every nation is trying. Every educated person, every mama, every father, everybody. We even got dogs and animals trying to help us and love us and support us. All of our spiritual leaders are trying to help us. We're all trying to be free. And we're trying to get somewhere, but we don't know where. And we don't know how to get there. So I'm here through these videos to help you. I am a special person. As I said, I'm a resistance fighter. I go undercover. I travel in that unseen world, unseen realm. I also travel in the natural realm. And I live in a home. And I do a lot of other things. But I am a soldier in a war as an ally, desiring that many others come along with a God to help set people free in every nation, from an unseen invader that has set up, entrenched itself, embedded, entombed itself in our lives, whether it's in our spirit, our soul, or our physical body. And it rules us and reigns us and torments us into deep slavery and bondage. And we don't know how to get free. So hopefully 
these webcams will begin to give you hope that there is freedom and to rediscover ways that have been long forgotten so that we can come together as allies and partners in a world war that crosses every nation, every boundary, and we can defeat this enemy that has tormented humanity since its beginning. And we will learn how to fight back, how to resist. We'll know it when it shows up, and we know what its goals are. So enjoy all the webcams. I hope to get better at this. This is kind of new to me. I'll still keep making the videos, and if you want to email me or contact me, you are welcome to. My email address is Pastor Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at agapeloveishere.org. You may link to me on LinkedIn at Pastor Deborah, Love is Here. There are some videos on there. Also, you may, I'm on Twitter under Pastor Deborah. Love is here. I also have a YouTube channel called Hidden Kingdoms. There's a lot of videos there. I'm all also on four different podcast platforms. I think it's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Intune. So if you have an Alexa or something, you can ask for Pastor Deborah. There are some uh, audios you can listen to. And also, I have the website www.agapeloveishere.org I'm already currently in partnership with people in Nepal and Kenya, Philippines, and here in America. And if you wish to call me on the phone, text me. Now, I do not have a smartphone, so I'm not up there yet. Uh, at 1-850-501-5040. That is Central Time in the United States of America, Pensacola, Florida, which happens to be about three hours east of New Orleans. Beautiful beaches, kind of hot right now. But been here a long time, and I am learning how to do this webcam stuff. So hopefully I'll get better, and I will be able to teach better for you. So enjoy each video and please feel free to email me with questions I'll get back to you we got a war to win and people to set free you are invited to become an ally a highly trained soldier and a partner with the mightiest general there ever is agape love and help set people free love always and forever Pastor Deborah Hello again, this is Pastor Deborah, and this is another webcam spiritual teaching of Agape Love, Love is Here. In the last spiritual teaching, we talked about many things about the king, and we ended up with that the king that is supposed to be inside of ourselves and ruling inside of our three-part system of spirit, soul, and body, and expressing itself in language, culture, deeds, expressions, out into the world of the visible earth, was the word. 
I didn't go into a lot of detail about that. I'm going to go into that a little bit more. But right now we're just waiting. Uh, yes, 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 Wilbur, what? Oh, they are? Oh, wonderful. Uh, we have some new people coming today from the garden. And they have just recently uh, sort of been invited or asked to come. Some of them are from, they are mighty kings, princesses and princesses of many of the Middle East countries. For their heart has been seeking such knowledge. And there are many from many faiths that I, Pastor Deborah, have been in contact with. And many global goodwill ambassadors, many adult survivors of child abuse are coming. And they're all sitting here as I teach so that they can get some information. Because they're all trying to find something that they haven't been able quite to find yet. They've been looking. And they've been looking very, very hard. But today I'm going to do a little bit more teaching. As I always like to say, one more step. One more little treasure out of the treasure chest of knowledge and light that we need to have. All right? So is everybody sitting down? Oh, yes, okay. I see you. Welcome, welcome. It's great to have you. Yes, I just connected with you. Uh, no, you can't bring your bikes into the garden. They stay outside. Uh, can you bring some other people with you? Yes, they're all welcome. And the little children, yes. And uh, people from nations, yes. Big government people, yes, they're all welcome. Some things won't be allowed in, and the cherubim on the outside, you'll take care of that. So yes, they're all welcome. Have a seat, have a seat. Sit down. If you didn't, if you want some paper and pencils, uh, the living creatures, they'll be glad to give it to you. Yes, they talk. Okay. Don't worry. Get used to it. Because in another life form that we'll have, we are going to be a Star Trek going out into other lands and other nations, other planets, other solar systems. And we're going to be meeting some of the strangest creatures you've ever seen. So don't worry. You'll be all right. And if one happens to be sitting next to you, just say hello. And they'll talk to you in their language and you'll be able to understand it. If you watched any of the Star Trek movies, Star Wars movies, any of the science fiction, yep, yep, that's what they look like. Because these people that wrote these had dreams and visions of these creatures. And they're the big guy who created everything is trying to help us to learn how to love all creation. No matter what it looks like, what it sounds like, the age of it or where it comes from. We're to have this kind of love that he has because he created it all. All right. Everybody ready? Great. All right. Now we're going to start. This lesson today is a very simple one with just three points. I love just three points. I was taught this in learning how to give sermons or teach or something. The less points you have, the easier it is for everybody to remember. So we have three points today. The topic and then of the lesson is the nature of the king. Now, last video, we said that the king ended up being the word that was inside of us.
that was to guide us, to lead us, instruct us, and it was to have rulership over our systems. And there was a war inside for which word, from which realm, from which kingdom was going to dominate and control our system that we have on the inside of us through our thoughts and our feelings, our ideas, our concepts. And then whichever one was to rule, because there are different words and they have different icky things, some of them attached to them. Some of them are words of blessings and some are words of cursing. Some of them have horrible negative energy attached to it, and we're all familiar with that. And some have beautiful rays of light, hope, and love attached. But the word is a, the king. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that in this lesson. This lesson's first thing I want you to learn about and write down is one. The nature of the king, the word, it's eternal. It has no time. It lives outside of time. Time was in a creation of the one who created everything. What? You didn't know that? Okay. Time, as we know down here on earth, we all have different calendars. We all have different, we're all on different time zones. Nobody seems to be on the same time zone. And if you try to be the stock markets anywhere, everybody's up at different times around the world. So time is a creation of the one. Now it has a purpose. Time, does the sun revolve or does the earth move? What our ancient civilizations and our humanities told us, they believed the sun moved. It went up, it went down, it went up, it went down. But later on, science taught us it did not move. It was the earth that was spinning around and revolving. And then we see time in our seasons. We see time in nature when animals can... Uh, conceive and have babies and when they can't we see time in events and circumstances we all celebrate the passing of time on new year's eve everybody seems to know that time has changed a year has passed also we have different calendars most people use the greco-roman calendar that the romans came up with some use the hebrew system some use the Arabic system. Some people just use Mother Nature's system. I don't think the animals know exactly what calendar day it is or what month it is or what year it is, but they follow an instinctual time within their system. So everything that you see in the natural has time emplaced, embedded in it. There is a reason for that, which we'll have to get into later. But, but the king, the word that lives inside of us, that came down to us from heaven through the 
kingdom of heaven that we learned on other videos that our ancient ancestors knew about. It came out of a realm that has no time. What? How can that be? How could something that lives outside of time and calendar and seasons and events create time? Well, that's just how it's done. So the word is an eternal thing. It is timeless. It does not live under the same restrictions and by the same guidelines that we live in the natural world of time. In fact, the king, in his wisdom, the one who spoke everything, he lives and his word lives and his thoughts live and his concepts and his governmental system that we learn called a kingdom lives in the eternal has no time to it, just timeless, ageless. It just has been, always will be, and will go on. But down here in the natural, and even in this natural system of ours, we have time. But the king that lives inside of us, that word, the governor, that's supposed to be living in our deep spiritual heart is an eternal word. has no time limits. It can travel through the ages, the thousands, the thousands, thousands. Oh, how about back into the B.C. times? It can travel back to pharaohs. It doesn't have any borders and boundaries that limits it. But for some reason, this one decided that the earthly realm must have time. I think it really happened this way. It wasn't originally when Adam, remember him, was created. He would live in this garden. That garden would grow and expand, but it would be timeless. Excuse me, my nose is itching. It would be timeless. It would just go on. But at the same time, because this one had had an experience, which wasn't very nice, with one of his creatures who had been named Lucifer. Yep, that guy. They lived in a timeless, eternal realm. And whatever you did lasted forever. And they were all given knowledge and wisdom. So they made a mistake. They made a wrong decision. But chose to follow the wrong thing. There was no help for them. Because they knew better. And they could never be changed. Because eternity never changes. So in this one's great love for his children that would be coming. He knew they'd go make a lot of mistakes. Oh my God, have we done that? And they were going to need something to help them. To give them chances and hope and renewal. So he actually created time. So people could see that for most of our lives, 
we live in time. Even the Hindus and the Buddhists believe that there is a time to live. And when that time ends and you die, your earthly body dies. But another time starts. You get reincarnated, rebirthed. And you start again in a new time. So time provided us wonderful creatures down here opportunities to make mistakes, be forgiven, wash them clean, and start over. Because we didn't know a lot, we were not mature, and we had to have a helper. So time was one of the great helpers to help us. We weren't born when we come out of the womb fully adult with all knowledge. We weren't all PhDs, scientists, fully grown. We're little babies. So time became our helper. It became a teacher. It became an opportunity for us to slowly develop and change into what this wonderful creator wanted us to be. Because he had already had experience with having angels be created fully grown with all knowledge. And when they decided to rebel and not follow the rules of the kingdom, he had to kick them out. There was no hope for them because they were fully grown with full knowledge. So he decided then to have a different system. And time was a part of that system. But his word that he would give to us, his thoughts, his concepts, his ideas, his love for each other, it had no time. And so therefore, we have this dual thing going on here on planet Earth and all the other solar systems of time and no time. But the king what we decided, we learned, was the word is an eternal word. It has no end. It has no beginnings. Now, that later on we will learn that these words can be destroyed, as we'll learn about what happens later on. So, number two. The nature of the king is not only eternal, timeless, but two, it is immortal. It cannot die. How many of you know if you speak something, you see it carried on to your children? And their children pass it on to their children. It just sort of starts over. Whatever you said just keeps on going. And somebody else, if you had an idea or a great uh, motto or a great saying, somebody else picks up your words and goes the next season with them. So the words never die. They just get passed on. They're immortal. They cannot die. So this one, this creator, he decided, uh, yes, the one of the garden, yeah, I mean, the one that created the singing by, yes, yes, that one. His words were immortal. They had no death in them, no curses in them, 
They were full of life. They were full of revelation. They were full of growth. They were full of wisdom and courage and strength. And they never died. Now, as we see through history, through time, the lenses of time, people come, civilizations come. Yes, the Romans came. Yep, the B.C., Neanderthal, they all came and they went. And as scientists come and discover things, the words, which equal knowledge, which equal light, are passed on to the next generation. That knowledge does not die. It's passed on. If you speak a blessing over a child, if you give it a name, which is its nature, it sticks with that person forever. How many have ever been named after a grandfather or grandmother or an aunt or an uncle? Their name is put on you. It's immortal. The name is words. It has a nature. It's the king over your life. So a lot of people have names. They don't know who these people are. But that name is a word, a symbol of something. It's the king over their life. So the words that we speak to each other, that we name each other, that we give names to things, is, has no death in it. So how do you stop something that's like a word of cursing? We learned in the last one about how Noah cursed his grandson, Canaan, and he became a mighty king, so he would not be put under the words that were said to him, that were king over him, his mastery of being a slave. And he was not to have the God of Shem, this excellency, this power, this happiness. So he goes off and has his own king, finds his own God, creates lots of them. He says, there, take that, I'll show you. You won't let me have that one? You won't let me know about it. You won't let me have entrance into it. You won't let me have any of its goodies. I'll just go find me another one. And I'll get from that one everything I need. And that's what happened. It has a different name. It has a different... It still has the same purposes. But it's different. So... The word, which always has purpose, intent, will, goals and desires in it, yes. Blessings or curses, life or death. But the word of the king from the one, from his realm, has no death in it. Now he'll warn you. He'll tell you if you don't do righteously. And live by these words that he speaks. Some bad stuff will happen. But those words are warnings. And what happens? You fall under another king. Another king's words and nature takes over your life. We've all experienced it. No, no it ain't pretty. It is not nice.
We've all been there and had those words. And now a lot of people that have been abused in childhood, they are still dealing with those words from those experiences. Words, the king can also manifest in pictures, imaginations. It doesn't have to be the written word or the spoken word. A word can be given in a picture. We learn that in hieroglyphs. We learn that in art. We learn that in nature. Doesn't have to have a word. Sometimes there aren't any words to even explain what the king, what the word is showing us. I can tell you that I can look at a picture of something and I'll just start crying. Maybe it's a rose on a magazine. Because that picture of that rose, it is a printed word. It has a light, has an essence, it has a glory behind it. Now some people see that beautiful pink or red rose as just a beautiful earthly pink rose. Beautiful. But when I look, I look with my eyes and my spirit and I hear the voice and I see the love of God in it. I hear him talking to me through the picture of the rose. Words can become pictures. They talk. They carry on. They speak for something. The king is talking. So I'll be at a checkout counter. Now look at a magazine cover and there's a beautiful rose. And I'll start crying. Because I feel through the picture, through the word that's eternal, the love the majesty, the glory of the one who created, the one who's talking to me through the picture of the rose. Now it's strange. And people ask me, what's wrong? I'm just happy. Somebody's rose, is, it's not the rose talking to me. It's the word, the king behind it. You see it here in the garden. The flowers sing to us. The trees sing. The animals sing. They're talking of the love of the Creator. The Word can come through songs. Just music. It's all eternal. And we all know it can go good or bad. So, the King. The Word. It's immortal. It does not die. Number three. It's invisible. It lives in that invisible realm. Can't see a word. If I have a thought, can you see it? If I have a feeling, can you see it? Can you put it on an x-ray machine, an MRI? Can you take a blood test and see my thoughts and ideas? It's invisible. The king, the word, all of creation lives in an invisible world. When you have a thought of love, never feeling deep inside, can anybody see that? No. You have to express that out through your physical body in some form, some way, for somebody to know what you're feeling. We learn to talk. How do animals do that? 
Well, they rub against each other. They meow. They bark. They talk. I don't know what they're thinking. They don't have a brain of a dog. But their words that are in their hearts, they express them to us. And they show us this invisible realm. Feelings are invisible. Now, if you go into the biological body, you can see hormones, and you can see all the cortisol, the dopamine, the serotonin. You can see the chemicals, the pleasure, the pain. You can see all that. You can see the electrical activity of the brain. But when somebody actually has a dream, they can say that the brain is dreaming if they do sleep research. They don't know what the dream is. Because that person's spirit is off somewhere else. Spirit realm where the forever person lives. The realm that we get mostly don't say is invisible. That is where the word is. The king, the one who's to be inside of me, deep in my spirit, guiding me, teaching me, being with me, governing over my spirit, all of its components, which we'll learn about later, is invisible. It's a light ray. It's like having a light bulb. And the energy of the light is just shining to my spirit. And it gets into my cells, my whatever you want to call it, in my spirit. And my spirit knows. Then from there, my spirit has to digest it, take it in, ponder it. Then it's my spirit speaks to my soul, my hidden man, that hateful, angry, unloving, selfish, greedy, corrupt person, the subconscious mind, and tells it, no, you are not going to do that. Then these two people, the spirit person with an eternal word, is battling this hidden man who lives with another world, another word, another king, usually from the kingdom of darkness. And its nature battles the nature of the king of Gopi love. Inside a person, deep in the subconscious, invisible realm, this is going on. And we have sometimes the bully, the big unknown God, hidden man. And he fights back. And he has helpers. That's another teaching. He has helpers. Because they are resisting the nature of the king that is full of love and mercy and grace. So the two kingdoms that are inside of every human being, deep, deep on the inside, you have a spiritual kingdom, and you have one of the soul. And these two kingdoms are at war. For who is going to be the boss? the master, and what king, what word is going to rule that system. And we have this war going on on the inside of us. A lot of times it spills over, and you, I can spot it real quickly, which kingdom, which word that's eternal, immortal, and invisible is ruling that person. 
Yes, I can look at you. I can listen to you on LinkedIn. I can spot what kingdom is ruling you and what word is ruling you. Yes, I can do that. Did, couldn't do it at first, but I can now. Well, you have to learn that. No, I, I don't think anything bad about you. I just find you, locate, find out which king, which word that's eternal, immortal, and invisible is ruling in your three-part system and coming out of your mouth and in the laws you pass and the things you decide to do or not do. It, it's not hard once you learn. Okay? So, the nature of the king it's invisible. Lives in a realm you cannot see. What realm do words live in? Where do they come from? Are they ideas? Are they concepts? Are they precepts? Are they faith? What's the realm of religion? What is the realm of gods? When a god speaks to you, what realm, what part of you is he speaking to? If he's speaking, he's talking words. What does he want those words to do? He wants those words to be your king in your life. So that this system and the internal system of spirit and soul are unified. And we don't have any war. So, this is a Another teaching to help you begin to see the nature of the king. It's the word, which can come from two kingdoms. They're both eternal, they're both immortal, and they're both invisible. Well, what, how do I get rid of those bad words? Well, it's pretty easy because I learned that what I do with the ones that are spiritual is you got to send them someplace where they can't get out. And usually it's called a lake of fire or into deep, dark prison cells. You send those words, you break them. And a lot of those words are written down in books. Because everybody knows that. The king writes down words. The laws. We got them in every country. Constitutions, laws of the country. Everything's written down. So in that invisible realm, those words, names, they're all written down in books. So I have to pray, I have to ask the judge of the universe to go in by legal rights and erase those, dissolve them out of the book. And that's how we get rid of them. What? Yes, that works. Yes, it does. I've watched the words, names, curses, uh, somebody's prophecy over their life, somebody's uh, a parent speaks a word to give them direction. I've seen it just dissolve, erased out of that book in that invisible realm. Once it's gone, you speak new words that are written down in a new book. Because nothing ever goes away, especially words. So I wanted to teach you that the nature of the king is an eternal, timeless thing. The word. 
2. It's immortal. It has no death in it. It cannot die. It can be erased and taken to the lake of fire. But it does not even die in that. Because spirit, words are spirit. They cannot die. They have to be locked up, imprisoned. They can be released by some unknowing person who speaks them again. But if we take them and we send them to a place where they can't get out, then we're okay. And they're of the invisible realm. The realm of the spirit, the astral, uh, the world, uh, the occult, the world of supposed to be religion, the shaman's world. That's where the words are. Words are king. They're rulers. They're masters. They guide us. They lead us. They have prophecies in them. They have blessings for us and our children for generations. Or curses. I've actually done a lot of, we'll call it deliverance work. And the first thing I always do, what's deliverance? It's helping people to get free of some of these words that have traveled and still have them in bondage and chains that they don't know about from their ancestors. So I would always break the words of the ancestors off because some of them did some bad stuff, vowed to some things that they didn't know anything about, made promises, signed in blood oaths and vows, dedicated their children to things that they wish probably now they didn't. And that still stands and hold because those words live in the eternal realm and are timeless. They have no death, no expiration in them. And they live in the invisible realm. So once I break those words, those prophecies, those blessings, which turned out to be curses, uh, break the name off of somebody that's not real nice. I ask a lot of people what their names mean because they don't know. They don't know where they got it from. Well, what happened if Aunt, you're called Betty and it comes from your aunt who you never met and Betty was a bad person? Well now, guess what happens? The eternal word that's part of Betty's life that has icky stuff attached to it, travels into a new person's life, sets up shop, sets up the kingdom, and it just keeps on going. So it's timeless. And the person who gets named after their aunt or cousin has no idea why they do certain things, why certain things happen. They have no idea. Because the king is still ruling and is still governor and the master of that territory of spirit and soul and physical body of this new person. So words have no time. They're just passed on. They pass to families and on to grandchildren through the generations for thousands and thousands of years. They're timeless. They have no death. So today's lesson is to learn that the nature of the king, the nature of the word, or the nature of words, is that they are eternal and timeless. And two, they are immortal and have no death in them, unless something stronger than them, that is full of life, because there's a saying, that 
death can be swallowed up by life. What do I mean? Well, when something more powerful, a strong man that is full of love, the right kind of love now, full of life, and has more power and authority over the words that bring death, that control this through this king, come along. And they are, they are there. They overpower that. And what was death is replaced by life. And we say this even in uh, reincarnation. A physical body dies. The people believe that they will be reborn. So out of death comes life. So even though something died, the power of life to rebirth, bring newness, something different, is more powerful. Because even in reincarnation, life does not end. It just changes. To better, they hope. But death is overcome because of that belief. So yes, you can overcome this stuff depending on your belief and what you believe. So we're learning that the nature of the king, which is words, which are eternal, their thoughts, their concepts, their feelings, their ideas, they are to govern our lives. They're immortal. They carry on unless something more powerful, full of life, comes in and takes care of business. They are invisible. They live in that invisible realm where Pastor Deborah does a lot of work, where you are right now. Here in the garden, there is no death. Because death has never been allowed to come in here. But at the same time, there's really no time. And it is in the invisible realm. So enjoy this teaching. Hope to get it up a little bit later. I am going to be having another podcast. Uh, excuse me, not podcast, but maybe another video. But I will be having another podcast. And it's going to be entitled Mental Health and the Forever Person. It's going to go into more mental health issues and tie in how mental health and the forever person intersect and how even the spiritual part of us is abused, hurt, wounded, takes on the illnesses and sicknesses that we see in the natural realm because there's a oneness to this for a long, long time and that we need to work on it. So that'll be another coming up, but hopefully I'll get this up. My computer is not working well right now. I can't get another uh, video or podcast up. I don't know what's wrong with it. I have to pray over it. And Satan, the enemy of a copy love, works overtime sometimes. So, go away today, everybody. But the nature of the king, which is words and the word, is one, eternal, timeless. Two, it's immortal, has no death. Cannot die, but can be replaced. Three, it's in the invisible realm. The realm of the spirit, the realm of the astral, the realm where all of us spiritual people 
are trying to get to, the realm where the shamans live, the realm where the, a lot of your faith people believe. It's in that one where we are today. So everyone enjoy and I'm glad you came. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, you can come back again. Yes, no problem. Can you bring, yes, you can bring others. That's no problem. And what, what do you do here? Well, some people go on a field trip. They go over this way and they uh, go to the throne and they go and see something they've never seen. Some people just go and take a nap. Some people go over to that tree over there called the Tree of Life and they sit under it and sort of glitter or light just sort of rains down and they get fed. Some people just walk around and listen to the singing flowers. Some people learn how to walk on. Walk over there. If you look way in the distance, you'll see a big, mighty something shining. Well, <clears throat> you learn how to walk on streets of gold. You might walk and see things that you've never seen before. The animals all talk, as we learned in Narnia and some of our movies. Yep, there's the Jiminy Crickets out there, and they singing and dancing. Yep, and the bluebirds talk, and yep, the turkeys talk, and the chickens. Yes, yes, yes. It's beautiful, more beautiful, more glorious in color than you can ever imagine. So, you may do whatever. Sometimes there is a, a special guest, His Majesty, the Sun is here from the high throne and he is off in another area teaching he always doing teaching a lot of teaching going on the flowers I'll teach you <clears throat> if you sit with Mr. Turkey or Wilbur they'll teach you okay the swans will teach you everything is teaching because us spiritual beings from the earth need a lot of help and we need a lot of help teaching and we need a lot of knowledge and we need to see but this realm that we're not quite sure of is real. Now, it's not hallucinations. It's not science fiction. But it is a realm that is on planet Earth, parallel. It is here. Everybody knows it. Everybody's moving in it. So that is what we do in the garden. Sometimes I rest. Sometimes people just hang out. Some people just sit and think and ponder. You are free. You might run into some big guys, angels, they're here. <clears throat> the cherubim on the outside with the flaming sword, he will not let any bad thing come in. And sometimes we have to deal with some things from the other side that try to come in, and they're just not going to get in. <clears throat> so, enjoy, and come back again. I'll get this up as quick as I can, maybe today, and uh, do some editing on it and stuff. And then be looking for the podcast on mental health and the forever person. Continue to come to the website, www.agapeloveishere.org. I'll still be out on LinkedIn. Looking for my kings and my royalty to connect and partner. Not because I want any money from you or tell you what you do. But that is how this is done. So enjoy. Glad all of you came. And yes, even you from the outer planets. Enjoy. Love always and forever. Pastor Deborah. Just look at the board while I kind of turn things off. Make some notes. And you are dismissed.